You can scale faster, you can build a team faster. It's a lot easier when you do have capital, so that's why everybody wants to raise. Someone said they want to raise capital. Okay, I want you to answer this for one millisecond. I have to, I'll be back in this room in two minutes, but I want to leave you, it'll be good, because I can't interrupt. Zach is now taking over for two minutes. What did you learn raising capital? You raised six million for your company. Somebody listening, because one of the most common questions is, how do I get investors? How do I raise money? Can you speak to that and help people understand the whole process? Like, what's your advice to somebody who has an idea, who has a company, they want to raise some money? Absolutely. Okay. Raising money is uh, very difficult, but very necessary. Um, I've had three companies, three tech companies, and the first one I raised no capital for, and uh, it, it took a long time to get to profitability. I sold that company and used the capital to bootstrap my second company, which I then um, you know, immediately spent all of my capital for and realized that I could leverage other people's money better than using just my own. You can scale faster, you can build a team faster. Um, it's, a, it's a lot easier when you do have capital, so that's why everybody wants to raise. When I went towards the traditional VC route, I had a lot of uh, institutional investors that I approached and I learned really quickly that um, you know, you'll know, you take 100 meetings and, and many of them will result in more meetings and it's a very long, drawn-out process. It's, um, it's something where you, you know, go into it with a product or with at least a prototype. Um, when I went in with a pitch deck, it was one conversation. When I came in with a working prototype, it was another conversation and it was a lot friendlier. When I had a prototype, what I learned then too is it's actually easier to get customers and you start to go the route of really proving out your business and you learn that you need less money than you think. Originally I thought I might need $10 million, I actually only needed six. Um, and that was just an infrastructure thing. We, we were scaling so fast that we hit, uh, we started our, our prototype on SMS only. We were the first invisible app on SMS and uh, the only one today that still is a full working product so that basically the five billion people who have mobile devices could access it without downloading an app, without having to need data. We wanted to connect the whole world together and so we went for the baseline thing that everybody has. Like messaging is the thing everybody uses. When we started scaling, we got a million users on SMS. I had a six-figure monthly text messaging bill. And at that point, we had to raise money. So really raise money when you need it and have a plan um, how you're going to use the capital. Um, don't arbitrarily find some number. You know, like it sounds good that you're raising a certain amount, but really have a roadmap. And if you can show people that and prove that you have a value and do it incrementally, go for the seed round of a million, like I raised a million and a half and then, you know, raise the additional four and a half million after that when we knew we had traction. So I think it's really just... Um, understand how to use it and, and understand where it's going to go. You know, the, um, the, the next step that we did was we went into bots. So in order to cut that cost, we, uh, we have a partnership with Facebook, which we love. Um, we have uh, Telegram, Slack, Kick, and, um, and other messengers were starting to open up in WeChat soon. And we learned that bots were the way to go for communication. So uh, the other thing about raising capital, it sort of it forces you to innovate sometimes when you have a finite amount of it. Right. So sometimes you think some people can raise too much money? I think so. I think it's actually, if you're overcapitalized, it's a detriment because you you then just go get fancy offices and you focus on the furniture and what are the lamps going to look like right. and you forget, you know, let, let's get the swag. Now, we do have amazing swag because, not because we're capitalized, but because we like Show to. Show the swag. We like to wear she got amazing the swag. things. 
Zach, why aren't you wearing the swag? This I, is I a know. glow one in Vegas. Glow in the dark jacket. You know what yeah, Crystal said? Uh, go talk to and said some dude's name. Oh, these ones are technology enabled, so we like to uh, only create what we like to wear. Um, and these have electroluminescent wire in them, so they light up. We can give cool. one away. You on need your show. Zach you needs a, that sweater you're wearing, Zach. Zach. So that uh, that's lit how with jellyfish. Exactly. Hmm. It's El wire. It's inspired by Burning Man. Is it? Mm-hmm. Somebody said, don't bother with banks. One of the things that I, I have a buddy, so he rate, well, not buddy, just acquaintances, two guys. In fact, they're kind of annoying. So let me re- say this whole story. Sure. These two kind of annoying guys I know, they're on the East Coast. They raised, I think it was either 15 or $16 million for their company. What if okay? right now they're like, that's us? No, I and hope they realize I, I'm they're doing the annoying it, one. I'm doing it very vague so that if they're listening, they they won't know. I doubt they're listening. We're on the East Coast. We're dudes. <laughs> we, well, if they raise $16 million, it probably, yeah. Somewhere in the world, two guys raised $16 million. They then said, they went, when I first met him, and I'm like, what are you doing with the money? They're like, we have, we hired like 30 coders in New York City. Like, basically, you don't want to do that because New York City employees are very expensive because you have federal tax, state tax, city tax. You have Social Security you have to pay. So I was like, they, they literally had 30 coders. Just to put that in perspective, minimum, that's costing you $15,000 a month per. Let's say you're paying them ten grand a month or twelve grand plus you got benefits, tax. So let's say fifteen thousand. So they have ter- thirty. They were spending four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month on coders, and they didn't even know what they were coding. Guess what happened to that company? They raised fifteen million and they sold it. They tried to sell it to my buddy for five hundred grand. They're like, please. So, what was the domain name? Oh, you can't share I'm that. But it, was say. it good? Was it good enough to? Uh, to no. To Why? When I heard the business <laughs> idea, I was like, but the, but going back to your point. The idea would have been better if they had only been given like a hundred grand or one million dollars because then they would have been forced to be disciplined, to be smart. So be careful. It's possible. I mean, it's great if you can raise a lot of capital. My business partner, Alex, that a lot of guys have seen on my show, he raised $80 million and he used it and his company's made a billion dollars since they raised in the last decade. So like you know, he makes 200 million bucks a year. The company makes 200 million and it start, needed 60 million equity, 20 million in debt. So it's not, but, but he's a unique, very disciplined guy. Some yeah. Scott Bridgman said, never, ever throw money at a problem. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, I, uh, Scott, I agree with you in general, but once in a while, are you throwing money? <laughs> if you want to get in a club or something, believe it or not, it, throwing it money works. at the bouncers sometimes works. And capital is a good thing. I mean, let's talk about capital for a minute. There are a lot of different types, right? Like, so most people think of capital and they're like, this is capital. And and really, there are many types of capital. So the one that we um, that we love is is human capital, right? So what you're earning right now, all those hearts, that's social capital. We we get these followers and we get these loves and these likes and we grow these networks and like that's a very meaningful thing. That's a yep. that's a thing that creates value, but it's quantified in hearts and thumbs and it's not really quantified in dollars necessarily. It is for the advertisers, maybe it is for uh, your ability to sell something, but social capital is important because it's it's networking. Human capital is the thing that we think we've identified that you can earn money on that people are leaving on the table. 
So human capital is like your skills and your life experience and your knowledge. And, and who you know. All the stuff. That's still, that. yeah, that's social capital. That's How attractive but it's you like, are. It's like if you took Let's away everything. It, good-looking people have more capital. And <laughs> Zach uses his beauty capital yeah, to become yeah. a successful Well, capital. Well, that's usually a lure to get other people's capital. Do you use that? Has that been part of your, how much money have you, move. Zach, how much money have you raised with your beauty capital so far? How much money have you raised total in the last five years for? Uh, I'm definitely in the red. <laughs> on that <laughs> let's just leave it at that Zach's <laughs> so we use our capital every day most people are using their human capital on social media because they're giving away something they're giving away their knowledge like Ty shares so much knowledge and you benefit so many people then if we could take all that knowledge and we could package it up and make an asset out of it yep. we could then sell it and we could resell it and yep. so that's what Sense does Sense allows you to take all the stuff that you've done before and contributed digitally online and take all the stuff that you will do in the future and your ability to connect with other people and it rewards you for it.